AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Tuesday, June 7th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Schools have been struggling to meet the mental health needs of students, and new data is showing just how much the pandemic has impacted them. 7 in 10 public schools are seeing a rise in children seeking services, and 76% of faculty and staff have expressed concerns about depression and anxiety in students since the start of the pandemic. Laura Meckler, national education reporter at The Washington Post, joins us for how only about half of schools surveyed say they can effectively provide needed services. Thanks for joining us, Laura. Nice to be here. Well, there's been a lot of conversation recently about mental health after we saw a shooting in Uvalde, Texas, uh, conversations about mental health, and then obviously conversations about what's going on in schools, safety at schools, all this stuff. But what we're looking at, you know, and, and coming off of the pandemic, too, we're hearing a lot of stories from teachers and school administrators about the mental health of their students and how they've had a hard time adjusting. You know, we've seen a lot of fights. We've seen kids unable to focus. Depression and sadness has been at an all-time high. And now we have some data to kind of back this stuff up and back up how schools are struggling to meet these needs in a lot of ways. So, uh, Laura, tell us a little bit about this new survey and some of the results that we got. Schools say they're doing okay, but they need more staffing, more funding to, to meet all of these increased needs. Yeah, I mean, we've been hearing this all year long from teachers and also from students that it's just like people are a mess this year, right? I mean, kids are just having a really hard time. Teachers report that kids are acting like what you would expect somebody two years younger to act like, that they just don't know how to do school or how to relate to their peers or how to not look at their phones. And you know, the pandemic has seemed to really take a toll. And this survey that we have from the Federal Education Department, the National Center for Health Education Statistics, that they did a survey every month. Recently, they've been surveying schools around the country to look at sort of what the impacts have been of the pandemic. And this particular month, which was done in April, so this is before the terrible school shooting in Texas, they found that 70% of schools were, had seen an increase in students seeking mental health services. And about two-thirds of schools had increased the mental health services that they offer. So essentially, you're just seeing this, you know, huge spike in demand for these services. And yet, as you said, at the same time, when asked, do you think you're able to effectively provide the services for all students who are in need, only a a little over half said that they thought they could do that. And so that leaves quite a few districts that are 
you know, really not providing what's needed. And, and, you know, this is a conversation about students, but the faculty and staff are also experiencing these things as well and need help. And they're also seeking support from the school systems and, and the services that they offer, too. So that's the other part of the equation is the adults in the room, right? They need help, too. Absolutely. I mean, this has been a terrible year for teachers. I think that any teacher will tell you that. And coming off of a what came before that, which was also a terrible year, what this survey found was that 29% of schools reported increases in the portion of staff who were seeking mental health services at school. Now, this doesn't account, of course, those who seek them elsewhere. And that 61% of schools reported increases in staff concerns about either their own mental health or their colleagues. So you're picking that up, as you say, from the teachers and the staff in school as well. And so what we're seeing is a lot of schools obviously trying to accommodate these things and they're increasing the programs and the groups uh, available to these students and, and teachers also, but uh, they're increasing the programs to help with all this stuff. A lot of times they're done by either school counselors or outside experts that, that the school employs, but a lot of it's being done with some of these outside groups as well. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a mix. It seems like Typically, um, the most likely person to provide the services is a school counselor. I think 82% said that that's what the, that they were doing that. 71% said they also had or perhaps only had a licensed mental health professional, so someone who works for the district but is an actual mental health service person as opposed to a counselor, which is a little bit of a different, normally a different kind of job. Um, and then about half of schools are getting people from the outside who provide services at the school. And about one in four were relying on the school nurse. So it's sort of a range of different people who are are helping with this issue. And to put some examples for this, right, so people can kind of understand the context, you talk about Indio High School in Southern California. They have 14 Mm. support groups to address a range of issues and the needs of students. So they have about 2,000 kids in the school. About 400 students uh, have participated in at least one of these groups. So, I mean, there's a lot of kids that are actually using the services. Yeah, I mean, and these these groups really range, you know, in some cases, it's just individual issues like social skills or something like that. But some of it's grief groups, people who have lost loved ones in the pandemic. In some cases, you have kids who feel guilty that they think they might have brought COVID home to their household. There's just like a whole range of stuff that kids are dealing with right now. On top of, you know, let's be honest, I mean, it's not like any of this was super easy before the pandemic. You know, kids had lots of issues then, but we've just added so much. I'm curious, uh, you know, with a lot of these programs and obviously catering to different needs, emotional learning, social stuff, we've seen a lot in the news about parental rights and opposition to teaching certain things at school, talking about certain things at school. Have there been pushbacks on any of these mental health programs? And, you know, we know that this is important. We know that the students need it, but have there been any pushback on it? Well, it's interesting because there actually, there has. So social emotional learning programs, which is something that's really been rising in schools for a while now. And and this survey found that about seven in 10 schools have some sort of a specific program for social emotional learning, sometimes called SEL. And you may, you know, listeners may have heard of that, heard that term bantied about in their own schools. And, you know, it has a lot of consensus around it. There's the idea that you're helping kids, not just as learners, but as full human beings. But 
Social-emotional learning has been tagged as dealing with issues of identity and in some cases issues of race, which is, of course, part of identity for many people. And there have been some conservatives who have been pushing back on these programs and saying that they're just another version of critical race theory. So there has been some controversy around that, around that kind of supports that are being offered to kids. So not necessarily specifically COVID related, but it all sometimes gets worked into the same sort of programming. Well, we'll keep an eye out how these things do develop. As we said, schools are struggling to meet the rising needs. About half of them just say, a little more than half of them say they are effectively providing those needs. So that leads a lot of kids out needing more help. Laura Meckler, National Education Writer at the Washington Post. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out at the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.